0: This episode may contain strong language, nudity, and dated pop culture references. Parental discretion is advised. From the audio Batcave in Meltdown Comics, it's two packs a week with me, Jeffrey Golden. I'm the one talking. Two packs a week, the trading card comedy show. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Each week I get together with a funny friend and we open up crazy, weird, retro, bat-tastic trading cards. He's the host of the Batman the Animated Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Justin Michael. Hello. Hi, Justin. Oh man, I'm so glad that you used the adjective bat-tastic. <laughs> I miss the old sixties bat bat-jict- batjectives? Bat oh. Uh? I mean that if it's not a word, should be a word. <laughs> Batulus. Batcopter. Batcopter. I mean, Ooh. then they got lazy. It's like bat rope. Yeah, I know. Bat rope is that's nothing. That's just a rope. Yeah. It's this- a hemp rope painted black. Well, sir, shall we get down to batness? Yes. Let's let's be bat. So this week our trading cards include Batman Returns. From the number one hit movie, as claims the cover. Just generally number one hit movie. It's number one. Number one hit, that's a good thing to say about anything. As long as it reached a number one something, you're okay. It's like number one in most people going to the bathroom during the film. And it's like, oh, that's a number one movie. All right, write it down. <laughs> this is from Topps, and this pack will feature eight cards. And then we also have from the same company, the Tops Company... Dick Tracy trading cards, which includes eight glossy movie cards and one sticker. Ooh, glossies. No, I know. Oh, the glossiest. You look at them, catches a little bit of light instantly blinded. That's how <laughs> glossy these things you are. You are wearing an eye patch because you opened a deck too early. I know. I did. Or the... a pack. Excuse me. You know what? People say deck. People say packs. I'm okay. What is it? A pack I'm is cool. when it's sealed and a deck is like a bunch of them. A pack is like a sealed pack of cards that you buy at the store. A deck is what you spend all your lunches doing in high school with your Magic the Gathering cards. Yes. So that's which I just day. rediscovered. So there goes your money. Yep.
1: <laughs> there Got a goes. long
0: box full of cards <laughs> that I haven't seen for years and you're like I could get to Florida go to the championships (laughs) I could still win this (laughs) I don't remember how to play but I will go to the championships (laughs) I'd like to point out about these Dick Tracy cards. I see these everywhere like everywhere you go where they're selling like weird trading cards, I always see these Dick Tracy cards. yeah, they're lingering for sure. do you think it's like the Atari e t cartridge of trading cards? Like they just made so many of them? There's a landfill somewhere with a bunch of Dick Tracy trading card packs <laughs> oh, <I really laughs> and that nobody that. cares to make a documentary about <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it's your bat choice, my uh, friend. Which would you like? Guest always chooses. Oh, let's go with Batman Returns. Yeah, here Sorry. you go. One. So I'll start us off by opening up Dick Tracy. Let me get a little bit of Madonna here. I'm going bananas. If you wanted to dip into something about a banana, <laughs> yes, I'm going bananas. Oh boy! All right, here we go. It begins. It does begin. Can I preface this with, I barely remember this film. I only saw it when it came out, and I haven't seen it since. Well, get ready to have your memory possibly jogged, but probably (laughs) not really. I'll start us off here. The sticker, it says, wanted. The Stooge, considered armed and dangerous. And it's a picture of the Stooge. Now, this is kind of disappointing to me. The Dick Tracy villains are known for having like weird face specifics yes and i feel like this is a pretty lame looking guy i mean he looks weird but he's no prune face no he's kind of looks sweaty <laughs> yeah that's right sweaty and maybe a pervert <laughs> you know what actually i would much rather he be called the pervert like if he was <laughs> called the pervert i think i would be much more excited about this card. are you kidding me if the card said the pervert on it yes <laughs> i've got one that says tracy's gamble And it is Warren Beatty as Dick Tracy. By the way, all these cards are super bent. The condition of these cards is many of them are almost folded in half. Right. They were crammed in a deadbeat dad's back pocket, and he (laughs) sold them off hoping to make a fortune, and nobody wanted them. He was like, oh, thank God. One person is buying one of these cards on eBay. God, it's been months. I've spent (laughs) all of my time putting them back up and trying to resell them after no buyers. I gave it a buy it now of free. (laughs) So Tracy's gamble is that he's holding up his hands, presumably to surrender. There are big cogs here. A lot of cogs. Ooh. I could see why he would want to give up. I mean, the villains obviously have a lot of cogs. Oh, yeah. And they're huge cogs. Those cogs mean that somebody had to be strong enough to lift them or they had the equipment to move them. Either way, it would be a gamble to fight these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Tracy's Gamble. Now on the back, I like this. The design is obviously very reminiscent of classic comic strip Dick Tracy. That's my favorite part of these cards. Yeah. So far that's a winner. I like the design. There's it's sort of like a lightning bolt border, the classic Dick Tracy font, a lot of comic-y looking fonts. Yeah, it looks like you're part of a fan club that doesn't exist. It has a little wristwatch communicator (laughs) in the corner. We have this now, and yet nobody freaks out about it. I'm like the only person in my friend group who wants to use FaceTime. I love FaceTime, I think it's great, and everybody else is like, please don't FaceTime me. I think I've accepted a FaceTime twice. <laughs> Other times I'm like, oh, this must be an accident. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was probably me. Let's see, on the back of the card it says, Tracy's Gamble. Hands up, copper, snarls big boy. Tracy drops his gun and it fires spontaneously, distracting Caprice for a split second. The two men struggle as Tess tries to free herself. And then... What happens? I I don't know. I guess we'll have to buy more trading cards. That sounded like... Like, if you read that more, like, voluptuously, it sounds like erotica. Should I try that? Yeah, just give it a go. Hands up, copper. Snarls, big boy. Tracy drops his gun, and it fires spontaneously, mm. distracting Caprice for a split second. The two men struggle as Tess tries to free herself. And then, and so many porns end in cliffhangers. <laughs> I guess it was mostly the big boy and spontaneous. Uh, which meant that he came too early in this world? <laughs> I think that's what we've implied. Great. Justin, what do you got? Uh, we got the rodent. The rodent. See, there we go. That's a gross looking guy that I can get behind here. They do all have like bad, bad skin, but just generally kind of caked on makeup. You know what their faces look like if the California Raisins met up with Buffalo Bill? <laughs> the Buffalo Bill like skinned the California Raisins and then put their faces onto. Regular mobsters like that's what these guys look like that is very specifically (laughs) what these guys look like He is wearing a purple hat much like a California raisin would probably wear this is very true This is the roll call of evil this card represents I believe the moment in the film where they're like going through here are all the different mobsters that are part of big boys mobster crew it says the lords of gangland sit at big boys table suspicious in every eye these felons include prune face, Johnny Ram, Texi Garcia, Ribs Wait, Mocha. Johnny Ram? Johnny Ram. Now that's a poor name. Yeah. That is a, for sure a poor name. I'd say name. most of these are. Texie Garcia, maybe Ribs Mocha? You know, that's not a poor name, but it's still the worst name. It's such a weird fake name. Hear me, I am Ribs Mocha. Mm, maybe he's Mo Rocca's father. This is a precursor to the human being Mo Rocca. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> I can see the resemblance. No, no. No, <laughs> no that's not We don't true. want this. These are all Melty-Faced Horribles. <laughs> I know. Is that the name of this deck, actually? Melty-Faced Horribles? Uh, Yes, that's the name of the trading card game. <laughs> Dick Tracy colon Melty-Faced Horribles. Oh, here we go. Friend, dot, 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 or gorgeous foe. And here is profiles of Warren Beatty and Madonna staring into each other's eyes, lit just from the back. So finally, we got a Madonna card here. Yeah, finally, uh, we got a steamy card. I know. Should I do the voice again for yeah, the meeting so. Let's see what happens. Friend or gorgeous foe? Breathless walks over to Tracy. Her lips are moist. Whoa, whoa, wait, I was not expecting. Her lips are moist in a child's trading card. (laughs) Moist is never something that's non-sexual unless you're talking about, like, a muffin. Right. And even then, it's like, you could have described that in a better way. Moist is always a sex word. He stares at her, motionless, remembering his job. I called you here because I want to know if you're ready to testify. Breathless seems ready for anything. Except stooling on Big Boy. <laughs> Except Out of context, stooling. stooling is very... I stooling. imagine her taking a dookie. That's what he's into. That's what he's into. That's I want it. you to stool on Big Boy. I got Tess at gunpoint. Oh, no. Yeah. You got all the Tess cards. Although he didn't plan it this way, Big Boy makes use of the kidnapped Tess as a hostage. He quickly unlocks his safe and stuffs his bulging pockets with money. God, these cards are so sexual. Yeah, them coppers are never going to take me alive. The words they're choosing. Maybe they did hire like a Harlequin romance novel writer. Yeah. Because, like, who's writing these cards? Actually, I think that's probably the most likely scenario. It's like Tops hiring a freelance writer, and this one happened to be from Harlequin romance books. And it's like, I'm going to put my spin on it. Yeah. Put my sexy edge on these cards. This may be a commercial project, but I got to get something for me in there. (laughs) Uh, My other one is a split card, so it's double, two for the price of none. The Bribe the bride. yeah big boy pulls a wad of bills from his briefcase and begins <laughs> to stack them on a table in front of tracy he tries to make the true blue crime buster an offer he can't refuse guess what tracy refuses true blue yeah he's bright yellow though. yeah he's literally <laughs> the opposite color <laughs> look at your color wheel big boy you're wrong about this one big boy's colorblind <laughs> in his big eyes maybe he is maybe that explains his need to be evil Sort of like uh, Hitler's micro penis explains everything there is to know about Hitler. That explained everything we needed to know. <laughs> Every person with a micro penis is going to be a dictator. You know what? There should be one Dick Tracy character called Micropenis. <laughs> Micropeen. <laughs> yeah. Honestly? Pruneface. Spuds Malone. Micropeen. Hey, maybe we don't say his name out loud, fellas. Maybe <laughs> we just, we know that's his name, but we don't <laughs> say it out loud. I want you to say his name. If you're saying Pruneface's name, I want you to say his name. No, well, Pruneface. You know, it's about his face. MP, come on. We just, you know, you're a little bit saucier. I'm a salty dog. Put your pants back on, by the way. As you say salty dog, put your pants back on. Listen, I'll do what I like. This is my gimmick. Why are you trying to play? You pull down your pants and you make people say your name. That's not a gimmick. Let me be me. Let me express myself. All God right. damn it. We'll just have Micropeen take watch or something. 2. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we get to the main bat course, so to speak? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, nice crackle. It's as crackly as the crackle network. Ooh, bat medians and bars getting boffy. (laughs) You'll punch it up in post. (laughs) Yes, I will. This is cool because the outside is translucent. I really enjoyed that as a kid. Yes, anything oh, that was cool. see-through was exciting. Agreed, and it also it gives you a tantalizing look at what's in store for you. All right, we stopped <laughs> the Dick Tracy cards. You oh don't yeah, have to talk good, like that anymore? That's a good point. <laughs> this is Batman now. Can we get serious, please? Yes, please. Why don't you start us off here? Oh man, Mr. so Batbert. The first thing is sinful, sinuous Catwoman. <laughs> See, you can't get away from it. No, <laughs> it's. I mean, she was hyper-sexualized. Oh, 100%. I, she, I had a huge crush on her when this movie came out. No doubt. I was like, yes, I didn't know I was into this. Although, I gotta say, if given the choice, I would go Eartha Kit. Real-life Eartha Kit is awesome. Yeah, I agree. On the back, it just says, Catwoman spins pounding Batman off a building like... <laughs> le- that doesn't make sense. I had no idea this, these packs would get paid so much weird went. She's also whipping him, not pounding him. You don't pound with a whip. Oh, then she lashes out her whip, coiling it around her adversary's flapping arm. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> sounded lamer. <laughs> with both hands, she jerks him up and lashes her end of the whip to a weather vane. As she runs her talons over the lifeline, Batman, dangling over the side, reaches into his belt and pulls out a small chemical weapon. Dot, dot, dot. Goo. Goo. It's sexy. The backs are interesting too. I kind of like the back pattern where it's the Gotham cityscape, but like the night is bright blue and the city is bright red. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I legitimately do love this film. Yeah. Oh, Uh, I think it's great. Yeah, this is a good Batman. It's like the right right balance of campy and like just fun, fun dark villains. This is Shrek's final stand. Now, of course, this isn't the lovable green ogre that you would expect. It's the lovable white ogre. I love that. So Christopher Walken playing (laughs) Maxwell Shrek uh, is one of my favorite things in this movie. Only because the guy who plays his son has to do a Christopher Walken accent. (laughs) He's like, Dad! Dad! It's, but it sounds like that bad. <laughs> it's one of those rare times in which someone had to be paid to do a Christopher Walken accent as opposed to just somebody doing it at a party. <laughs> and you paid them to get away from you. <laughs> he looks like Tim Burton, basically. I mean, this, this is, is, I like, think, him like, haggard at the end of the film, right? Like, Yeah. This is like Tim Burton's aunt. That's who this probably looks exactly like. That honestly, like, he just had to sit there with Tim Burton's aunt for three months, and that was his preparation. (laughs) Now, when I say Shrek, imagine Shrek the ogre. Great. Okay, good. Okay, so Shrek, the lovable ogre. Right, donkey's friend. Finds a gun and fires at Batman, nicking him in the neck. Then he swings the weapon at Catwoman as she fearlessly approaches. You killed me. Batman killed me. Penguin killed me. Three lives down. Got enough bullets to finish me off, says Shrek, the grouchy ogre in the swamp of Neverland. Yes, of course. Friend of Donkey. Max fires a shot and rips into her arm, another that smashes her leg. Yet she keeps advancing, and she referring to Princess Fiona. Of course, (laughs) yes. Friend of Donkey as well. Oh, yeah, they're all friends of Donkey. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to be friends with Donkey? He's the center of that universe. He loves waffles. He loves them. What have you got over there? I have one of my favorites, uh, Farewell, Penguin, which is the grossest version of the penguin, end of the movie. He is popping his head out of the water. I think this is from the climax where everything's on fire, like in the Gotham Zoo. He's spitting up that gross black bile. Yeah. He's in like soiled onesie pajamas. Yeah. He's such a sewer pervert. <laughs> I think Penguin would actually do pretty well with the Dick Tracy crew. Yeah. His face is ugly enough that he could hang with those guys. Absolutely. I think this version of the Penguin is actually pretty great. Yeah. Oh, Danny DeVito? He I think it might be it my favorite park. Danny DeVito anything. I don't think I've ever seen a movie where I was like, Danny DeVito wasn't good in this. Long live DeVito. Uh, by the way, just I, I don't need to read the whole card, but on the back of this, it starts with, his air conditioner destroyed. <laughs> it's like the, the stakes like, on this penguin card. I like that that's the result of a destroyed air conditioner. His air conditioner destroyed. His master plan's foiled. When my AC breaks, the whole apartment fills with bile. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I'll do one here. This is invading Gotham City. So there's a bunch of soldiers... Maybe these are the penguin warriors or something. They're invading Gotham. But I think the most remarkable thing about this card is the statue in Gotham City, which definitely looks like he's taking a piss. Like, it definitely looks like this giant gold statue is... Holding its big statue dick and peeing (laughs) on a bunch of penguins with jetpacks or rockets. (laughs) Which is a pretty great image. Oh, yeah, the penguin commandos waddle through the heavily populated Gotham Plaza. Not only to make history, but to make Gotham history as well. Will this truly be the Christmas Eve of destruction, as the Penguin predicts? Oh, that's right. It's a Christmas movie, too. You know what? I love Die Hard. But everybody's always like, hey, you know what Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Well, we should Hey everybody, remember that Die Hard's a Christmas movie? But Batman Returns is also a Christmas movie. I would movie. say it's more of a Christmas movie <laughs> because there's much more snow involved. <laughs> and snow equals Christmas. Uh, <laughs> and also it's about the spirit of the holidays, which is not destroying Gotham. Yeah, don't forget that the penguin kidnaps a bunch of children in this movie on, like, a creepy circus train. Why he has a bunch of circus performers, we don't know. We don't know. He just hired them. The Red Triangle people. (laughs) That's the kind of old movie spectacle logic that I love of, like, well, he's a penguin. He's a show... Penguin, he's I a mean, an animal guy. Knew nothing about Batman. <laughs> that was the best part of him directing these, was like, well, I'm just going to do my own version and hope for the best. <laughs> he's got a circus. Why wouldn't he? He's a penguin. He's, but they still he's, turned out better than Batman and Robin. <laughs> yep, yeah, so there you go. It says, Bruce and Selina unmasked. Here again, we see another card in which our hero and heroine looking at each other in a romantic setting. Although this is more romantic than the Dick Tracy one, there's got a fireplace going and there's candles too. They are blown out by the uh, backlight. Yes, definitely, it's bright orange. Unaware of the others' nighttime personas, Bruce and Selina bump into each other in Gotham Plaza and spend some pleasant time together. Wink, wink. The card actually has two winking faces on oh, it. Oh, is this the beginning cool. of the emoji? Yeah, this is the first emoji. Wow. Here. Yeah. Later that night, they're off to Wayne Manor for a cozy evening in front of the fireplace as they watch the lighting of the Christmas tree on television and pork. <laughs> <laughs> and they pork. Let's watch the lighting of the Christmas tree and pork. <laughs> Pork is so, such a specifically <laughs> gross word. I know it's the worst way to say so. Oh, which is why it's funny. <laughs> you host a popular podcast that's all about Batman. So if you were listening to this, yes. let's say somebody's listening to this show, and they're like, look, I love Two Packs a Week. It's probably the only podcast they want to listen to, but let's say I like Batman and I also want to listen to one other podcast. Right. I, my Two Packs a Week is my number one, but if I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to cheat a little on my 2 packs diet with some Batcast. What am I listening to? Well, I host a podcast called Batman the Animated Podcast. Great. Is it about the Batman animated series? Indeed. The 1990s Batman the Animated Series. Each episode, I bring in a guest who loves a particular episode of the series and we chat about it You're on it. Yes, I was on it. It was great with uh, my wife, Amanda. It was a blast. You're a great host. Thanks, man. Likewise. Oh, thank you. And then we pair you up with the guest who worked on that episode. So like either a storyboard artist or a writer, like we had like Paul Dini, he comes by a lot. And voice actors, we've had Kevin Conroy, and all the lot of fun people. You had Kevin uh, Conroy. Yeah, we had that's Kevin awesome. Conroy. We've had uh, we're you know hoping for that favorite, Mark Hamill soon. My favorite Batman. I think I would call him my favorite. Batman. He's the voice of Batman. He is as the Batman, as Batman as I hear in my head, and I think most people, at least like who kind of watch that during a certain time, I think feel the same way. That's right. It's a great show. Thanks. It's a really fun show. If you're a Bat fan, you got to watch it. But it's also entertaining if you just remember the old show as I did. As we talk about on our episode, I was more of an X-Men fan, but I loved the show. I really do feel like Batman, the animated series, is the Citizen Kane of Saturday morning cartoons. This it's is insane model. that it was made. Yeah, <laughs> It's I know. so well made for what it was supposed to be. I'm going to make some good trades here. I got to see if I can get any of these cool bat cards. It's going to be a little tricky, I think, for me. Okay. Because I obviously have the (laughs) inferior cards. But let me see what I can do here. Yeah, what are you interested in? I don't need this Catwoman. Let's see. Oh, I do like this Farewell Penguin. That is really cool. This Catwoman has some sexy language, so I could get off to that later. Right, that's what you do. Have a and Sh- wife and Shrek but... is pretty cool. Well, listen, I've got a secret stash. Let's do <laughs> You're all right. Publicly talking about over podcast. All right, I I'd love to. Oh yeah, shoot, <laughs> that's a bad strategy. Bad um, strategy. So I'd love to get Catwoman, the sexy double entendre filled Catwoman card. And, of course, Shrek. You want an exhausted Tim Burton's aunt. Yes, definitely. To remind me of what his family is probably like. (laughs) Here's what I've got here. Ooh. Yeah, look at some of these. Remembering all these old ugly mugs. I know. Look at all these mugs. Okay. I've got a sticker, too, by the way. What? I've got the pervert. You've got the pervert? Yeah. You know, I would trade you for the two pervs. The rodent... (laughs) And we'll just call him the pervert. And we'll call him the pervert. For Sinful, Sinuous Catwoman and Shrek's Final Stand. You got it. All right. Here you go. Thank you. And a thank you very much. (laughs) A pleasure doing business (laughs) with you. (laughs) You can find the Batman the Animated Series podcast on iTunes. Look that up. Subscribe to it. It's great. I'd like to thank you, Justin, for hanging out with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was great. You're great. No, you're great. You're great. You're great. Ah, ah we're two fuzzy bears. <laughs> Too fuzzy. Ah, ah <laughs> man. <Kermit. laughs> My new act is opening up trading cards. <laughs> we do this for 40 minutes after this. <laughs> you bet. Same bad time, same bad channel. Two pecks a week, next week. See you then. Bye-bye. Two Packs a Week was produced and engineered by Mason Booker. Opening theme by Matt Myers. Break music by Lee Rosevere. Logo by Kenny Kyle. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners. Follow us on Twitter at Two Packs a Week, that's T-W-O, and me at Jeffrey Golden, that's Jeffrey with the G. Special thanks to Meltdown Comics at 7522 Sunset. I left a bunch of these cards at the store for y'all to take. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Hey, be good to each other. I made my own weird little games out of cardboard. (laughs) What was an example of one of your weird games? I had a couple. They were usually based on licensed properties. Good. Uh, So there was a Godzilla board game called Godzilla. There was a (laughs) Batman. Not, Not Godzilla colon the board game. Nope, it was just Godzilla. Great. And then there was a Batman one called Batman Escape from Arkham. Oh, that's good. That's a good title. And I printed out every one of the uh, character designs from whatever shitty 1996 website that existed. (laughs) Uh, And, like, you had to roll, like, a five or a six to defeat Clayface. But you would, like, land on a tile, and then you would draw a card, and then just roll the dice for, like... 20 minutes until you got the number you needed meanwhile your mom is like where's all the printer ink why does the printer keep running out of ink god damn it are you printing those horrible clay face cards no i think it's somebody else doing that (laughs) in this home of just us